everyone. So today we're going to talk Bachelor in Paradise, episode six. So full disclosure, I have watched all of six and all of seven. So I'm going to try to make sure that I keep what happens in episode six to episode six and what happens in episode seven. Episode seven, hopefully there's no overlap. But if you haven't watched the episodes, which, I mean, episode seven really was only maybe a week ago, a week or two ago. So definitely a possibility that it hasn't been watched by some people. So if you haven't watched it, I would advise watching those episodes first before listening to episode six and seven. So let's jump into it. We kind of end off with this conversation with Kat or the drama that's happening with Kat and uh, and Tanner. So, you know, she's obviously still spiraling and everything. So I'm going to close up on the different things that are happening because there's so much that's happening between these two episodes. So we'll close up on them and then move on to the other stuff that happened. So basically, Kat and Tanner end up having a conversation, I believe, the next day. And she, you know, says like, I'm like over this because he ends up ending it with her and says that he doesn't feel like a relationship will um, flourish outside of paradise between the two of them. So he says that he's going to pursue, uh, Davia. So that's what he's going to do. And Kat's just like, you're breaking up with me? Let the record be clear that I'm breaking up with him? You can't break up with me. Delusion, basically. So that is, that chapter is done. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue on with Tanner and kind of show where things are kind of going with, with him. So with Tanner, we don't really see him really talking to Davia very much kind of after this. Like, yes, he does talk to her. Yes, he does say he's kind of pursuing her, blah, blah, blah. But then later on, we see him. I believe it was in this episode. <laughs> Might have been the next one. But we kind of see, actually, I think it was in episode seven. So we're going to end it there. But let's just say that it doesn't end with Davia. But I'll, I'll leave it to episode seven. So that's kind of that on that. So let's go back to Kat. So Kat, because of this, decides that she is going to burn this beach down to the ground. And what she ends up doing, first and foremost, I believe, is she goes to the bathroom. And Eliza is also in the bathroom. And she ends up deciding to tell Eliza that her and Charity are best friends, which 
to this moment, to this day, I still don't fucking understand because Kat completely disrespected Charity on sex season. I'm sure we all know what that was if you watched that season. I don't quite understand being friends with somebody after that, but whatever. That's me, I guess. But anyways, she says that Charity is her close friends and that Charity made a comment about you know, kind of all of the men from her season, she had kind of nothing but good things to say except for Aaron. And she went as far as to say to steer clear of him. So in this moment, I'm confused because I'm like, wait a minute, Aaron? Like, there seemed to be no problems with Aaron. Aaron was one of the top guys, as we all know. Season just ended. So, I'm like, wait, what? So wait, she's talking. She's saying that steer clear of Aaron, but not Brandon. I'm confused. So I I found that very interesting. So I'm like, okay, weird. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't trust Kat by any means. I don't trust her. So I need to hear this shit from Charity mouth and that's it more on that later so then she decides cat that she's going to pursue one of the men on the beach and that man is john henry and she knows that he is you know pursuing something with olivia but she doesn't give a shit she's still gonna pursue him really fucking convenient that you're going to pursue somebody who's in something else with somebody else because now you need to make sure you're secure you secure your approach real real fucking interesting but what we kind of see throughout this episode as well as episode seven is he's buying into it it's ridiculous how much john henry is actually buying into her nonsense so yeah, so that's kind of what's happening there. So let's go into the other stuff. Kind of bring now Olivia into the mix. Olivia kind of sees what's happening and she's like, what the fuck? She's like, I was home there supporting her when Tanner kind of like ditched her and shit. And now you're going to disrespect me by pursuing the guy that I'm also pursuing and not even have a conversation with me about it okay so she's getting upset but then we kind of see sean henry kind of go back and forth between the two and he says like you're my number one and all of this and you know to olivia and uh but you still see how he is pursuing cat and allowing her to really go on hard with pursuing him so you kind of see Olivia starting to spiral in this moment. So let's leave that there for now. Because I'm pretty sure I've covered most of everything that kind of happened in this general sense in this. In this. Um, here's what I'm going to say about just kind of that. I'm going to save the conversation between 
uh, the situation with, with Aaron and Eliza to the end and my thoughts and feelings on that. I'm going to mainly talk about a cat and this, this triangle has been created. Cat is someone who looks out for herself. She's nuts. She's, she, she's, she, someone said it quite nicely. She's a narcissist. And, you know, she's the kind of person that is just like, I want what I want. I don't give a shit about anyone else. And I, I don't care if someone else is going to go home. I don't care as long as I don't, which is okay. It's just how she does it. And her just absolute denial or not unwillingness to see the bigger picture and see how she's in the wrong is ridiculous to me. And this whole thing about how, oh, she wants a guy who's going to tongue kiss her and all of this shit because she hasn't had that. I'm like, that's what you're basing your shit on is the fact that you want someone to tongue kiss you. And the confidence that she's made, whether it's in this episode or seventh episode, where she kind of is just like, oh, you know, not Henry, he has a great tongue, he knows how to use it, and I want to know how, that doesn't make any sense. That's not an oxymoron. You cannot say he has a great tongue and knows how to use it, and I want to know how he uses it. You should, how do you know then that, you know, she's an, she is a moron. <laughs> so I just, I, I, do not like her. I'm not saying I like Olivia, but I, I like Olivia a lot more than I like Kat. And I, I just, I don't, I don't like her. I do not like Kat. And I want her to go home. I am so done with her. I, I thought I disliked her on sack season. Her true colors have come out in, in Love and Paradise. I mean, sorry. Oh, paradise, bachelor in paradise. I, I'm just so over, over her. It's just, and the fact that she ha- doesn't even have the courtesy to have a conversation with Olivia is an, insane to me. And we'll come back to that in the next episode. So it's just, uh, anyways, that's what's kind of going on there. Let's take a pause on the cat drama and let's move on to some other drama. So we did end off the last episode with this conversation between Blake and Jess on Jess wanting to explore other people. So basically what ends up happening is Genevieve comes on the beach and ends up taking Blake on a date. Blake does end up saying, like, you know, it's really nice to feel wanted and whatever. He does talk to Jess and he's just like, this is where my head's at. You know, you want to pursue other people. You now have the freedom to do so um, while I'm on this date. So that is what happens. He goes on the date and we're going to kind of go back and forth here. We're going to go over here. We're going to go to Blake first. So Blake goes on his date. They end up going, um, they go, uh, paddle, paddle, paddle boarding, um, whatever. They go on the boat. <laughs> it's not coming to me. 
and they didn't have a really good time. And, um, you know, Johnny B kind of says that he really does focus on their date, getting to know each other, and it seems to be going really well. Perfect. Great. And they do kiss on the beach, and Genevieve thinks that she definitely has a chance in hell in maybe getting a rose at the rose ceremony. To me as a viewer, I'm thinking, mm, I don't know if it's that easy. <laughs> I do think that Blake is, as long as Jess is, is dedicated to her. So that's kind of their date. Let's go back onto the beach while this date is going on and kind of see what's going on with Jess. So Jess is very upset and she's crying a lot. Um, or just really emotional, honestly, about him being on this date. It kind of says things like, you know, there's a guy that really wants to pursue me 100% and I'm kind of sabotaging it because I want to explore things with other people. You know, maybe those things won't work out kind of thing. And it's very similar, this dynamic. is very similar to Mari and Kenny where she wants to explore the people. And he's like, okay, fine. And he ends up having sex with what's-her-face with, with Demi, I think it was. And they did come back to each other. Spoiler alert. They, they, they do come back to each other. I mean, spoiler alert on, on Blake and, <laughs> and Jess, but they, they do kind of come back together. And guess what, guys? They're married now. So it, you know, it can have a happy ending, but I'm, I felt the similar similarities between those two couples. But while Blake is on his date, Jess is on one of like the day beds and talking to Tyler. And Tyler's like, you know, kind of really want to talk to you when I know like you were with Blake. I didn't want to disrespect him. And she's like, I kind of want to talk to you too. And she's like, they're talking, they're flirty. And he, I think at one point she makes a comment of like, oh, you like me. And then he's like, oh, I kind of want to kiss you. And they're kind of like looking behind them to see if anyone's watching. And he's in, um, she's like, you know, I, I'm just, basically she gives the okay for him to kiss her. And he's just kind of nervous about doing it, but eventually he's like, fuck it. And he, they kiss. I am pretty sure neither Mercedes or Blake know that they've kissed each other. That is fucking nuts. That is going to come back. I will probably talk about that in episode eight, because I did watch like the first like 10 minutes of episode eight. So we will come back to that in episode eight, but I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> it, it, was, it felt so far out of left field for me because the thing is, it's like he says, oh, like Mercedes is my girl and all of that, like obviously, but like Jess and it's like, okay, so it felt so weird to me. Anyway, um, now I can't remember where the conversation happens between Blake and Jess. I 
do think it's on episode seven. So I'm going to leave this here for now and we will come back to Blake and Jess in episode seven. That's kind of basically where it's left off, left off on. Don't know kind of exactly what happens. Like what is going to happen between the two of these, two of them. So the next thing that happens that we'll talk about before we go back to the drama between Aaron, Charity, Eliza, and Kat. Um, we'll come back to that at the very end. So we're going to talk now about Brayden. Okay, so as we know, Brayden and Rachel went on the date together the previous day. And they seemed to have really good times and really hit it off. And then all of a sudden, this girl, Becca, comes down and kind of fucks everything up. Becca was on sex season, but didn't make it past the first night. So she comes on, cute girl or whatever, and she takes Brayden on the date and he accepts. Now, I can't remember if he actually has a conversation with Rachel at all, but he was on the date. And they seem to really head it off, the two of them. And he comes back on the beach and it's basically he's booed up now with Becca. That's basically how that, how that turns out. And he kind of completely forgets Rachel. I don't even know if he really talked to Rachel when he came back from the date. It's like it never happened, kind of, which makes Rachel really upset. And um, he's a little unsure, especially when she is not the one in power here and men are so it definitely makes her feel really unsure so yeah that's that's kind of that on that what i'm gonna say to this whole situation is brandon you knew how it felt for cad to do kind of what you did to rachel just now and you still didn't have the common decency to have a proper conversation with her or even allow that relationship to somewhat flourish into something. You go on this great date with her and then you just ditch her the next day. It was, it was so quick how quickly he changed his mind. But yeah, he said he kind of makes a comment actually before he went on the date. Where he's like, I'm looking for forever love, not just a summer fling. So it's basically like he sees his relationship with Rachel as a fling. Interesting. Anyways, that's kind of it for now on the Brayden, Rachel, Becca stuff. Kind of more, it kind of ends there with Rachel. So, but there's more to come as I'm sure most people know who've watched the episode. So let's go back to Aaron, uh, the, the, the drama square, basically. So Aaron does catch wind of the drama that's kind of going around um, that Eliza was told. And he's like, what the fuck? And he sits down with uh, Eliza first and talks to her about what happened and um well technically Eliza kind of tells him I think that's actually when he found out 
And he says to her, listen, I had a girlfriend. We broke up in August. We didn't really, I haven't talked to her since. And um, so, yeah, like that's basically, okay, actually, let me, let me start over. So he is told by Eliza that I was told that you had a girlfriend when you went on the show and, you know, you broke up with the girl to come on the show. And this is what Charity is being told and that is what it's being relayed. So he says to Eliza, listen, I had a girlfriend. I broke up with her in August. I haven't spoken to her since. But then he throws in this other girl and how he didn't really date her. I guess he's trying to say it was more of a fuck thing. I don't know. But he says like, you know, we didn't really date, but I haven't. I broke that off in like January. So I'm not sure when filming happened for Bachelorette. Um, but maybe a little after that, I don't know. But he says, like, I wasn't in a relationship with anybody. Now, the thing is, is that when he released this information to Eliza, I was very confused. And I was talking in goddamn circles and I'm like, what is what? Because I was so confused by right now. And yeah, it wasn't very clear. And I was like, what? But anyways, that's what I was point. He's just basically saying, I didn't have a girlfriend. And he's like, and he, why is Kat telling her this? Because it's ridiculous. And then he ends up having a conversation with Kat. And he says to Kat, why would you tell her this? But then not even tell me that you told her this. You came when you talked to me earlier. Now, once did you tell me that either you had this information or that you told Eliza this information? And in pure cat fashion, she says, well, I didn't think I really owed you a conversation. Like, I told her what I told her. She could do with it as she wishes. But, like, I didn't feel like obligated to tell you anything. I think what he's trying to say is that you come to me fake ass after you've dropped a bomb on Eliza and you didn't even have the decency to tell me. That's what he's saying. He's not saying you're obligated to tell him anything, although he does say that. But I don't think that was his issue. His issue is, you fake-ass bitch just came to me like you're my fucking friend, yet you told fucking Eliza all of this shit is not fucking true. Um... And I'll get to my thoughts on this in a, in a second before we hop into episode seven. But I'm just like, sir, like, I'm sorry, with, with, with it, with her, I'm just like, have some fucking, like, hear what he's saying. She doesn't listen. She comes in ready for a response. Doesn't even, like, listen to what people are telling her. She's, she doesn't give a shit. So, anyway. Eliza basically says, like, you know, I'm so confused. I don't know what to think or what to do or whatever. I really wish I could have a conversation with Charity. And wouldn't, you know, down 
down those stairs comes Charity, her fucking self. Y'all plan this really well. So Charity comes and she says, Hi, everybody. And all of the men are just like, Oh my God. Because most of the men here have dated Charity. And Aaron, especially, is just like, Oh shit. Oh shit. She's like, Is, is she going to come here and ruin my fucking life? Or is she going to save my relationship? Like, I don't know what's going to happen here. Charity does pull aside all the women and says, Geez, what the hell is going on? And, you know, people, some of the women there are saying, Oh, I'm dating like John Henry. Actually, that's actually what exactly what happened. Um, cat first thing is like, Yeah, I'm talking to John Henry. We're doing really well. Oh, and then Olivia's like, I'm also like talking to John Henry and he's a family number one. So, um, so yeah, kind of talk about that. And then Eliza says, actually, I'm talking to Aaron B, but I would actually really like to have a one-on-one conversation with you, if that's okay. And Jerry's like, oh, absolutely. So they go and they talk and, or go aside to talk. And Eliza says, you know, I did hear some things from Kat that's concerning and I really want to talk to you about it. And Charity says, you know, I will speak on it from my perspective. So you understand from my perspective what's kind of going on here. And, you know, you can make your own judgment at, at that point. And that is basically where episode six ends. So here are my thoughts kind of on what we're kind of hearing from Brayden. Uh, not that not Brandon from Aaron. That's come from Kat, which we will get a little more clarity from Charity um in the next episode. I was thinking in this moment, I'm like, hey, I don't believe I don't trust Kat. Even if she's telling the truth, I don't trust her. I'm sure that there are certain I think for sure Charity said um, you know, maybe not all positive things about Aaron. But I highly doubt she said steer clear based on what she will be saying in episode seven. So I'm like, I don't believe she said that. I think Kat added that in. But on the other hand, we have to remember that people come out the fucking woodwork when it comes to this show, especially scorned exes. And this could be an ex that is scorned by him and wants to ruin his life or is still in love with him and wants to sort any type of romantic relationship he could develop on either Bachelor Red or Bachelor in Paradise. Or this could be a woman that um is unclear as to what her true role was in his life and I mean maybe in her mind she thinks that they were together but really truly they weren't which I think you know all of us at some point in time have been guilty of so I'm not trying to you know or all of this could be true what Charity is telling us what's what Kat has told Eliza could be all true and Aaron's an asshole that's very possible um, so 
We'll see. Of course, I know, but we'll see what happens in episode seven. But that is it for episode six. So, again, if you want to contact us, you can do so by going to Facebook at Reality T Times Two, Instagram and Threads at Reality T Times Two Podcast, X and Reddit at Reality T Times Two Pod. We actually have a poll going on both Twitter um, and uh, Reddit. And there's be a lot more activity on the Twitter um, poll. So you can head on over there and you can put your vote in as to who do you think is going to be the, the Golden Bachelorette. Um, so you can definitely put your thoughts into that. That's open until, I believe, like Thursday, early hours of Thursday. So you can put your phone in over there. Or you can also go to YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2, where there is also a poll there as well. So you can go there as well. Um, and you can also contact us um, by email at realitytimes 2 at hotmail.com. And don't forget that we do have our website at Reality Tea Times 2. Sorry, no solo.to for its last reality tea times too. That is the website. And um, that's it. Well, now that's it, guys. Stay tuned for episode seven. But until then, bye.